Dear Gwyfogus Falsha, Welcome to Cork City Library's talking newsletter of library news and features. I'm Glenn, and in this edition we bring you Early Years of Cork Cinema, Profile of the Movie Memories Exhibition in association with Cork City Libraries and Department of Film and Screen Media, UCC. My personal experiences of reading books in translation by Cecily Lynch. Evening Grace, a poem by Sarah Romani. And we hear from library staff member Nicola Lyons, who has been redeployed to the park rangers during this COVID crisis. Early Years of Cork Cinema Films arrived to Cork in April 1896 at a fancy fair held at the Assembly Rooms. Little fanfare greeted their unveiling. More of a splash was created when they featured as an attraction at the Wonderland Bazaar, a Cork variation of a World's Fair, held that September on the grounds of the City Hall. Patrons attended a programme of cinematograph pictures featuring spectacles of men boxing, Joan of Arc being burned, Louis Fuller dancing, the Derby from start to finish. The Evening Echo commented, they startle by the realism of the action and there is no doubt that the cinematograph is the prime novelty of the show, September 3rd, 1896. Soon, other entertainment venues such as the Assembly Rooms, the Palace Theatre and the Opera House were including moving pictures in their offerings, but Cork only got its first designated cinema in December 1909, with the opening of the Electric Theatre at 9 Mailer Street. Its advertising boasted that of the newest and cheapest entertainment in the south of Ireland, featuring programmes of actualities such as a film of the 1909 Derby, and features an American serial film, Nick Carter, guaranteed to interest and amuse grave and gay alike. From the Cork Examiner, December 29, 1909. The Electric had a short history, marked by disputes with city authorities over licences and adherence to fire regulations, with interest groups that expressed concern over indecent films that might pollute good Catholic audiences and with rival venues that resented the competition. After four months marked by temporary closures and revamps, Cork's first cinema conceded defeat and closed its doors in April 1910. From Movie Memories Exhibition, Department of Film and Screen Media, UCC. My personal experiences of reading books in translation. Leave your comfort zone, shouted the lecturer, a stout woman with a red face and a trumpeting voice. Explore other attitudes, other cultures. I nodded as if in agreement. She pounced. You, she bellowed. Read books in translation. Widen your horizons. I surveyed the basket of twelve books doubtfully. The dust sheet on the first book showed a poor child in a refugee camp struggling through a flood, traces of severe malnutrition showing on him. I sighed and thought wistfully of Mills and Boone and finding one's prints. However, I persevered, and in the books and translation I found attitudes that were eye-opening, revealing, and thoughtful. I had left the smug, narrow, pragmatic Anglo-Saxon world far behind. The Japanese writers were a revelation to me. They held a spirituality, a philosophical and moral questioning outside the Western world's mindset. I was impressed with Nishimura's short stories. The writers were aware of the animal world and the place of humans in the natural world of trees, plants and oceans. Modern European literature was imbued with a dark pessimism, I thought. 
Murder was a popular theme. Absurdity was another. Perhaps two major world wars left scars on the minds of the Europeans. The Islamic world was delightful. Turkish literature seemed to circle around the genie. Do you remember the genie in the bottle in the fairy tale of Aladdin and his magic lamp? That's him, the genie that makes every wish come true. African literature was full of magic, of other worlds impacting on the real world, so that it was hard to distinguish fact from the surreal in Ben Okri's work. I survived it all and emerged broken, but unbowed and determined to continue. Thank you to the library service who orders and supplies these mind-expanding books in translation for their readers. Cecily Lynch is a member of many groups in the city libraries. The Cork and COVID-19 Creative Writing Initiative invites you to write a poem or a short story, max 1,000 words, giving us a snapshot of your life in these strange times. Poetry and stories are welcome, and Cork City Libraries will compile and keep your work for our social history archives. A piece will also be chosen for the Bealton newsletter each week. This week's poem is from Sarah O'Mahony. Evening Grace Harbour's misty haze, uncanny stillness, unheard of, like childhood days. Sunny seaside summers, little traffic fumes amaze. Spire's friary domain, document history's ageless battles, centuries remain. Town illustrates tales, bloody combat, lives lost by scales, hard lessons to learn. Like now, perhaps, adjust difficult, hold on to hope, without insult, replenish the cope. Primrose bunches pop up, green long grasses, Funny to see this bloom, heartwarming calming, soft delicate masses. Watercolour prints, dusty hues, echo care, soulful attentiveness. Exhausted from life's timely engagement, some life paths winding down, sideways lament. Sarah Armani, April 2020. Sarah is a member of the non-fiction writers group which meets fortnightly in the city library. Redeployed library staff, Nicola Lyons. For the duration of the COVID-19 lockdown, I have been redeployed as a social distancing park ranger in Tremor Valley Park. This involves regular patrols of the park during my shift and reminding people, where necessary, to observe the two metre distancing rules. It has been a wonderful experience, especially with the weather we've been having. It's also lovely to be able to interact and chat with patrons again, Something I've missed while away from the library. I have also seen firsthand just how much the people of Cork appreciate the green spaces in the city, particularly these days where they may not have a garden to enjoy. They can go to their local park for a walk, or a run, or even to kick a ball around with the kids. That's all for this edition. All information can be found on our website at www.corkcitylibraries.ie and on our social media channels. Thanks for listening. Sláin.